0: This, is this, this, this,
1: this, Fight Disciples.
0: We are gathered here today
1: for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. It's Tuesday night, it can mean only one thing, it's Fight Disciples and we are back on Radio City Talk and let me tell you what a week it's been. I always start this show, regular listeners will know, I always start with a bit of you know, roundup of what's happened last weekend, the roundup of what's coming up this weekend. We've got four Scousers in action on the Tyson Fury car, but you know what? I can't do the news first. I'm too excited because I've got the main man in the studio and everyone on the planet that's into fight sports knows Liverpool is the epicentre of mixed martial arts right now. And my guest tonight is at the centre of the epicentre, boy. It's the one and only Paddy the Baddy Pimlet. Welcome home.
0: Oh why? You've been in happening? Mexico,
1: kid, how was it all day?
0: It was heavy like to be fair. <laughs> it was heavy. That Mexico shan.
1: Bongo bingo's and all that. Is it Coco Bongos? Coco it's Bongos, called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, love it. Love it. But you've got a you know, I'm still in plaster cast, obviously you have to So to just let us know what the cast's for, pad.
0: Um a few weeks before my last fight I broke a bone in my hand and um didn't didn't think it was that serious, you know what I mean? Just went into the fight and I ended up going to New York a few weeks later, did nine training, ate it there a few times. And then I've come home I went to the hospital about three weeks later, Rummer told me to. I went to put my backpack on. I had it on one shoulder, I went to put on the other, and went, Ah He went, What is that your hand still? Go to the hospital, went and seen Doctor Mark and the Aussie and Yeah. Got her x-ray, He said you've got a broken bone in your hand. Unbelievable. I had to get surgery, like a few days later. I'd be sparring with it and everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just thought I was being a girl over my hand and like end up going to get it looked at and it was it was serious. So I've had my hand in cast for about four weeks now. Never ruined so your
1: oldie though, mate, did it?
0: No, of course not. Shot, to, uh, was, it,
1: was it in the pool with a Tesco bag on your yeah, arm? Yeah, that I, I
0: had a big Johnny on my arm, didn't <laughs> I, to protect my arm. Couldn't get it wet, so I had to put this big thing on my arm. Cost a score, that. Did yeah, <laughs> Only a bit of plastic, <laughs> cost a score.
1: I can't believe you're just going to get a netto bag and some uh, masking I know, tape. I was,
0: I was looking at you know, swear, but I was in the pool playing uh, water volleyball and that with one hand, so Love it. couldn't.
1: Listen, when you're away. Small matter of UFC, Liverpool went down in this town and I've got to say, incredible, incredible moment. We'll come on to the details a little bit, obviously I want to ask you about Molly and that, but it, it was an amazing moment. The atmosphere was was sensational, obviously we got the, the fairy tale finished that this city wanted, the win for Darren Till. But there was something missing, mate, there was an ingredient <laughs> missing, I've got to be honest. And it felt like it needed to be. We needed a bit of a paddy, paddy the body action. Have you watched the? Did you watch it live when you were away? Did you watch yeah. it when you come back? You're like, how did, you, how did you, how did you take in the
0: show? No, I watched. Um, I got little Francis FaceTime me when Molly was on, and then uh, I found the stream and the uh, the later fights are on, but I was in the group chat and it was, it was a few hours, a few seconds behind all the lads were talking. So yeah. I knew what was going to happen. So I ended up getting little Francis FaceTime me again when Darren was on. Yeah, and watched that fight as well.
1: Were you? Uh were you, were at the, when you were, you know, when you were away, you're watching it via stream. You were going on your phone, your laptop, whatever. You, was a little bit of you going, "Oh man, I wish it was there. I wish that. I, I wish it was walking, making a walk myself." Nah, I was in Mexico. Don't <laughs> <laughs> get messed up. I was going nah, to Coco Bongos I was in Mexico. I like, <laughs> my feet up in the sun.
0: I swear it was sad I looked at it. And I was looking at some of the fights, thinking like the atmosphere is not like it is for the cage audience what I mean, I thought that watching some of it. Yep. Obviously the atmosphere was unbelievable when uh, Darren came out. Yeah. And they uh, it half filled up, but still don't think it was full, eight and a half thousand.
1: I think it because of the UFC with their setup and all that, that's the most you could possibly get in. Uh it was it was full like that. They literally couldn't get another seat in. But because their set up's so big. Yeah. If you make that smaller, you can get more seats in, obviously, but their their setup's mad and they have a mad VIP section which is
0: I'm gonna uh, try and hit them numbers in it. Thying, Absolutely. After tying it them numbers in September.
1: Well when you seen it, were you, you kinda was that was that your thought? It was like, okay, decent, good atmosphere. Now it's my turn. Yeah. Roll on September
0: first. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, yeah, nice. Darren's won there, won a close fight. Unlucky Molly lost, but she put on a show, you know what I mean? She come out there and put everything on the line and starting. turn, you know what I mean? There's a few of us fighting in in September and we're gonna put on an even bigger show. Do
1: you think that's what, what swings sometimes the Cage Warriors shows to be to be such a party atmosphere the whole way through, the fact that there's usually half a dozen next-gen fighters on, there's usually, like, half a dozen scousers on them cards, whereas here we had Molly, you know, re- really early on the card.
0: Yeah, and then a few hours, And then it was like, a bit flat then, you yeah. know, and
1: then suddenly it was like, okay, we're building up toward Darren again now. Whereas Cage is this, like, first fight to the last fight, it's just like a house party.
0: It was like, it's just constant in it, people fighting constantly, and then there's always, like, at least every other fight, there's a scouser in it. Yeah. so there's someone there supporting them so the atmosphere never really differs and then people just love my entrance lad people just love and that tune comes on D-
1: I tell you what Darren Till pulled it pulled it pulled uh, out the back there though with there's Sweet Catalan, them, like... no, you
0: know, he's, an, he's, a red, he's a Red fan he's a Liverpool fan if you yeah, can't yeah. come out with a Blue Nose tune is that a Blue
1: Nose tune is it yeah. Sweet Catalan I didn't know Edmonton that fans, I, I'm a Liverpool swing, fan I didn't even know Sweet that Catalan, like, do they? yeah yeah, yeah. Because Rocky Fielding comes out to it, but he's a Liverpool fan. Yeah, It's yeah, no no so.
0: disappointing for him as well. The, uh, but he's come out to it since the get go, and not one of But them, he was but the one that
1: made boxing change to you know,
0: yeah, Maxine play it before every show now. It's a, a blue nose tune to me. In
1: terms of uh, the ring walk itself, though, you know you you, you watch it back. It, it was incredible, incredible moment. But do, do you put yourself? Do you, do you watch something like that and go like, "Oh, I'm envious. He's having a great moment there, Darren Till," or do you kind of go? It's not bad. I'll, now it's my turn. Like are you you feel like you're competing against it?
0: Nah, I'm not competing against it. It's 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 the UFC, it's different as well. But like I said, I just I think there's no other entrance in the world like man. Like literally. Even Ariel He said it. He's never yeah. seen nothing like it outside the UFC. And people haven't. I just I just picked that song. <laughs> that's your own little tune. A remix of two songs that we mates a DJs to do it.
1: Brilliant. And you will you always stick with that tune as well? Yeah, yeah, that until changing from Phil Collins in the air tonight as well. It's such like a strong, powerful tune to change it. You know, I think a lot of people were like, "Well, that's a big mistake," you know, psychologically. But you know, it, you know, you guys have cut from the same cloth. Your confidence holds no yeah, bounds. I was to say, that I that means, a yeah, it's that not a means problem. Not onto that not. No yeah. I
0: mean, confident. He's that confident. It means not to him. So. Changing your songs, not, and I'll be honest. After I lost, I was nothing to change my song, but I thought about it and just thought, nah, that's the tune. You know what I mean? Like when I was an amateur, I always come out to rap. Every fight I come out to rap, and then went four and all coming out to rap, mm-hmm. and then I lost, and then I changed it to dance tunes. Like I went on a win streak with that. You know what I mean? So I was thinking, I just have to go back to rap here to get it, uh, another another win streak on the go. But get it back on. Yeah, just kept the tune and. No, the tune gets me pumped up like that, so it's probably just going to be that forever.
1: Uh, obviously, it was a Cage Warriors Academy show at the weekend. I want to talk to you about that. I know you were there, corner, and some of the lads. We'll come up to that a little bit later in the show. But first and foremost, it was an incredible moment. UFC Liverpool. The atmosphere, as I say, was incredible. But I, I was genuinely heartbroken for Molly. She had a fantastic week. Listen, I, I know she missed weight by a pound. That's a that's a different conversation, but. She put her heart and soul into it like she does everything Molly. And you can't help but fall in love with Molly once you get to know her because she's such a a wonderful person and so passionate about sports, which is infectious, but she... She come out of the octagon and she first thing she did. I was I was sitting on the corner of the press row. She come and give me a hug and she said, "I'm sorry." And I was like, "Don't you apologize to me? You've been sensational this week. Just take it in your stride and move forward." So uh, a week removed or almost two weeks removed, how is she now? How's she doing?
0: She's sad. You no, know, that's that's she's like she'll be dead apologetic even when she's done nothing wrong. don't we? She's like, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and just the person she is. Know what I mean? she's going she's on all these soon. She's been sad last few weeks, being in the gym and that. Yeah, helping us cut wake through the day with the. Uh, the amateurs and Adam and then she was commentating on Shinobi so she was there with us again on Saturday yeah seeing her then enjoying a little Chinese after brilliant <laughs>
1: but that's important I think that's that's the key that's why I think Next Gen is so successful as well it's like okay she's dropped the decision she's dropped the, you know she's she's dropped the loss she's back in the gym on Monday and you know what you haven't got time to cry over it because these lads are trying to make way to you and these have got a fight coming up and these have got a prep so it's like Get back in.
0: Exactly. Te- the team rolls on. It's not, not even a gym. We're, not, we're not a team with a family. You know what I mean? I always say this. It's not like any other gym. Rim's like our dad. Yeah. On a, on a a In a big way though. You know what I mean? Rim's like my second half fella. Mad.
1: I, uh, I know you streamed uh, UFC Liverpool, but what did you do for the match? Where were you?
0: It got put on in a... Or was it a, on in a bar I got on yeah? in, There was a sport party and I got put on where they have the entertainment of a night. And, er... Uh, just surrounded by Real Madrid fans, with this Scottish lad as well. Yeah, come over to you and got a picture of me. and was like, oh yes, Gerrard, the Rangers minds it not he?" And he come and watch the game with us. He was a belty, you know. And uh, a few of us who was with Sam watched it. It was devastating, like yeah, uh, when we scored, I went bananas. we were jumping up and down on chairs and that. Yeah. And then uh, we got beat three one, and I went to bed, being a man, Mexico six six hours behind. I just went up to bed me, and he started
1: to I, crying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know all about it. Listen, I, I was still here. Obviously, we had the miss weight thing on the on the day before, and then uh, on the morning, sorry, and then we rolled straight into the Champions League final, and it's just devastating. as a Liverpool fan, it was devastating. And then the next night, obviously, Molly ends up getting beat early on. It was at one point I was thinking this has gone from being potentially the best weekend yeah, of my life worse. to one of the worst yeah. weekends of my life. You know, and, and it was only the fact that. You know what, the atmosphere at UFC Liverpool made it kind of amazing. People were swimming in the docks and everything and after the fight. It was mad. <laughs> People were diving in and swimming around outside uh, the circling was... and all that. You know, just bevied up scouts having <laughs> yeah. a laugh. And you're like, what's going I'm on here? Yeah? yeah, exactly. Love yeah, Loving it. Um, we'll come on to your opponents, obviously, later on in the show. I want to speak to you, but obviously, September the 1st is when you're back. We're going for the champ champ, we're going for the lightweight belt. Um, you must be excited about that. Well, you, yeah. I, I know you're dying to get that cast off so you can get back in the gym.
0: i know, dying to get it off, though. I want to punch him on the face with my right hand. <laughs> I do. Can't help it. But, um, yeah, can't wait. Serious. September 3rd, can't come soon enough. So I'm back, trying to act hard on that. Doing videos with Real Madrid, stuff. song. I've seen that, yeah.
1: I've seen it You put a video up with it in a Real Madrid shirt saying he yeah. was supporting Real Madrid and all that. And
0: Proper weapon. Yeah. Swear. So, and then he's put something else up a picture of carrier saying I'll look even worse when he scissor kick me. Had you couldn't throw a scissor kick if you tried. Man, I Can't even throw a punch. Is he messing? It's like really though? can yeah, I even yeah. I'm gonna jab his head off. I, I reckon I could still fight him with this right hand in a cast. <laughs> Just put it behind me back and jab his face off. Not it's, serious.
1: I think a lot of MMA fans on paper might think, oh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a bit of a submission. Match this, it's gonna be a bit of a
0: grapple fest, but them fights always end up absolutely ending on the feet yeah yeah they do yeah always
1: absolutely end up because you both end up going come on then if you want to go to the ground go to the ground but you know what let's do it in the stand up
0: that's it I've, I've had enough people over the years say oh, the Paddy's got no stich and he's this he's that and I've worked on it for years you know what I mean I've never even really showed it in my fights most of my fights I've always went to the ground yeah. I planned on stiching with Alexis Savidas and then hit me hand three weeks out and threw one punch and had to go to the floor but uh. I just, I can't wait to get in there, I swear. can't wait to get in there. And people think he's going to be a lot bigger than me as well. I don't think he is. Even though it's lightweight, I only he's, have to diet down. He's an
1: inch smaller
0: than you. I know, but... People think he's going to be a lot broader. Just, yeah, people think he's going to be bigger than me, and I don't think he is. And I think I thought, I thought you looked great, though, against the I know. I think
1: you, you've finally let your body grow a little bit.
0: I know. I'm like, I'm not finished after this title, though. i to got to be in December, on it? Yeah. So, Cage Warriors under whoever's won that featherweight belt or that welterweight belt, feather or welter, I'll yeah. go up or down and I'll have another belt.
1: In terms of uh, your progression then from this point, and again we'll come back to the we'll come back to the fight in the second part of the show. But in terms of your progression, then I know you've just signed a long term deal with Cage Warriors. But Dana White's getting up at, at the press conference after UFC Liverpool and saying the atmosphere was incredible. We'll definitely be back. But in the same sentence, he's saying but Dan until Till be fighting in Las Vegas next. So, the obvious question is, we're short of a headliner for Liverpool, and you want to come back to Liverpool, we need a headliner for Liverpool. Surely the pressure then from, maybe not this year, but certainly at the back end of this year, is going to be from the UFC, come back again, and once again saying, Paddy, please join the UFC, come to us. But are you...
0: If they come at the back end of the year, I don't know, but I doubt they will come so soon. Yeah. Like, if they don't really come back that soon, do you reckon? If they want to come back, it'll be early next year. Yeah. And... I've probably have fought twice for Cage Warriors by then and be sixteen and two and I'll be ready mentally, physically, and everything. So if they if they got on me then and want me to meet it Atlanta then I'm I'm there to get rang. You know what I mean? Of but
1: course, yeah, yeah. Let's make the call.
0: I don't I don't even mind if me first fights in Liverpool or not. Yeah. To be honest, on the UFC, I'm just I've got stuff to do with Cage K- Warriors first. Yeah. I get it all the time. Oh, he's not in the UFC. You blah blah this and that. He's not he's not fighting the best. And just like. The people I'm fighting are better than the people you fight in your first UFC fight. Yeah, and just armchair fans don't understand that. It must
1: give you a lot of confidence as well, sticking with cage warriors at this stage, because you're still, you know, still a really young guy in this game. You've been i I've looked today. You've been a pro six years. How mad is that? I
0: know.
1: Twenty
0: twenty three. Ten pro. When I was seventeen.
1: Just absolutely mad (laughs) that you've been a pro for so long, and you're still so young. But there's there's. There's no rush. You've got a good 15 years in this game if you want 15 that's, that's years in this
0: I mean. game. That's so what I'm saying. I say this to people. Someone commented on my picture last night and I just said, lad, I think you you's all forget that I'm 23, you know? Yeah. So I might talk like I'm older. I might, like, that's just because I've been in this game so long. Yeah. Started saying i meant when I was 15, you know what I mean? Just after me, 15, 30. Been doing this for like eight and a half years.
1: When he- you watch performances like. Nathaniel Wood last weekend as well, another cage Warriors superstar that's gone over to the UFC. He fought last weekend in Utica or whatever it's yeah, called in New nice. York.
0: That was a lovely finish. What a,
1: what a sensational performance that was on his debut.
0: I know. It was. It was lovely. So Mate. you
1: so you know you're in the right place. You, you know you're in a position that at any point... You're a valuable commodity as a Cage Warriors champion, that like, you can make that transition. That must feel nice to you though. To yeah. It feel does. like you got the ball in your court. I know. It's like, nice being courted I've, by the UFC, but you know what?
0: Not today, boys. Like people think that they've never asked me. what I mean? It's mad. After me and me and Fishy won the belts you got asked, but well, we got better contracts off Cage Warriors. And yeah. then they asked if we wanted to fight on this UFC in, in Liverpool, but I wanted the belt and I was in Mexico, weren't changing the Aldi, lad. They're getting billed for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I want the cage audience built? I you know what I mean. And I am only 23. Yeah. And people don't don't realise how much cage audience are paying. You know what I mean? Of course. And I'm not going to go get 8 and 8 for my first UFC fight.
1: Like some of these people in the UFC are getting 6 and 6, never I mind know. 8 and 8. But I mean so...
0: 6 and 6, 8 and 8, and that's dollars, lad. Yeah, exactly. People don't realise that's dollars.
1: Yeah, Good luck trying to go to Mexico on uh, six and all six That's
0: what I'm saying. You'd have to grab the mic and go 60 G's,
1: baby. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Exactly. Listen, coming up in part two, I want to speak to Paddy about this opponent anyway. The true Viking who's coming to Liverpool to truly get knocked out. Um, stick with us, you listen to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. If you just join us, I am in the studio with the one and only, the baddie. Paddy Pimlet. We're talking about September the 1st when Paddy becomes the champ champ baby. We're going to talk about his opponent now. We're going to talk about the true Viking who's taken to social media to try and wind Paddy up. But listen, this is Liverpool kid. We're not intimidated by your Real Madrid wear, shirt wearing antics and your veil, your veil threats. We know what you're going to do. You're going to come, you're going to try and take Paddy down. You're going to try and submit him, but he's going to it's not going to happen. It's not no. going to happen. It's Let not me going tell to you. Uh he has been quite bol- bolshy though, hasn't he? He's been, you yeah, know, he's he's been coming sh- out and he's, he's certainly called for the fight. I know you called for the fight after your, after your last win as well. But he's been calling for it. And obviously, we, we didn't know what was exactly going to happen because we didn't know quite what was going to happen with Chris Fishgold. But obviously, Fishy now, f- signed by the UFC, by the way. Yeah. Fantastic. Nice, uh, you know, about lovely. time. Another come on. Time. <laughs> about time. UFC Germany, I've heard. Is that right, I, Hamburg? I think, I think shop, that's where he's going to yeah, come out. So, so obviously, Fishy vacates the lightweight belt, opens the door for yourself. And this this guy's going to be your dancing partner?
0: Yeah, um, well, he was calling for a title shot anyway, so yeah, and whoever wanted the belt, I was going to have to go through him. So after my last fight, I just said, let's do it, and then he said it because we never ended up fighting. And um, I ended up seeing that on social media, like where he put the Real Madrid top on, and I was just like, "What, you little glory hunter. It's mad, is it? Support your local team in Norway, lad. Yeah. Supporting Real Madrid and I just said to him lad, we're fighting anyway aren't we because I'd already spoke to Graham, and like, it was meant to be getting sorted you know what I mean so he just put that out for some followers That's real. Like, that Listen. was, just, and, and he's changed his nickname he was the Viking the other month now no, he's, the no, true no, no, he's the true Viking now he's the true <laughs> Viking Hey, that's all that about lad. Maybe you should change yours to the true baddie. I know right the way people do that. Like your nickname's your nickname, lads. Someone give you you don't give yourself your nickname. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. I never give myself, man. My of course, I would never give myself the body. Exactly. Rima just said it in the back. You can't,
1: you can't give yourself your nickname. You can't. That's black. When you when your nicknames like the Cheesecake Assassin and all this all this creative stuff, I think there's no way someone in the gym gave you that nickname. No, I'm just not having it. No way. Your nickname is what someone calls you in the gym. That's it. It is. And then you're, you're stuck with it your entire life. Then. I when I, when just, I used to train at the Solly, someone went. Your nickname's the Paper Boy, and I was gutted because I was like, "That's the best nickname you can give me, the Paper Boy." Kind of be like the real deal, or you know, Doctor Frankenstein or something of mental. Yeah, that it. it.
0: I know that is it. Man was in the back of an amateur fight, and like, I think it was for me to go three and oh, or four 0 It was remember the old semi-pro reels? yeah, yeah. Where you wore four-ounce gloves. It was strikes on the feet, none on the ground. So when you took them to the floor, you could just punch them in the belly. Yeah. And like, Paul, just the announce come in, I was like, it has got a nickname, and we just went, I've it, no, got it down as Paddy, yeah, not Patrick. And he was like, yeah, yeah, he was like, Paddy the baddie Pimley. I was just like, yeah, everyone started laughing at me. And then it's it worked, I want it. So you, I think <laughs> they
1: probably laughed, though, because back then, don't forget, you you were about, you, you were 17, yeah, but you I looked was, 12. I was 16 you know then, I mean? yeah. And I did, I you you had the mad, shaved so. head, which yeah. made
0: you look even younger. Proper P yeah. <laughs> It Yeah. <was heavy. laughs> crazy I love it I
1: love it um, listen he's coming to town he obviously he, he fancies the fight he's been calling for the fight for a while he fought at the Arena. didn't he beat Martin Stapleton at the Arena, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, submitting Stapleton so you no. Know, on paper I think anyone outside of this city would think it's a good fight that's a good 50-50 fight it's good. It's, a, it's a big test for you in your new weight class he's the one that's been calling for a title he's the one that's been waiting for for, Chrissie, for Fish Gold to move on I think a lot of people think that it's gonna it's gonna gel nicely as a fight, but I think what he doesn't realize is fighting in front, fighting early on cards when the atmosphere is not on you, when the pressure is not on you, is completely different to headline and walking out in someone else's backyard.
0: It is like, but last I'll be honest, the atmosphere does get people that got to Frazier, but never got to Nad and never got to Alexis Cervitas. Yeah, but like you said, it was earlier on in the car than I thought to eat this as well, just like when he fought stapes, and stapes isn't from the pool, you know what I mean, it's different. Of course. It's going to be about six, 7,000 people in there going bananas when he walks out, getting booed and that, it's going to fall off. But uh, it doesn't. I don't even need that to happen. I don't, don't need that to happen. It's, uh, it's on me. On me to put the training in and go in there with the, in the right mental state and he doesn't get out of the second round.
1: It's, uh, speaking to you now, compared to where you were, just two years ago if, like, speaking to a completely different person I feel like your mental state has completely changed from where you were two years ago when you were the featherweight champion
0: it is like it's, it's
1: was it just, was it the NAD defeat that changed you
0: uh, yeah that happened that that was horrible yeah. it was rough so uh, I was depressed for about two to three weeks and then to get out of the depression I was just going out all the time drinking you know what I mean so I didn't train for a good few months, but I was just constantly in the gym before that. I think I had five fights in 50 weeks. Yeah. And like I was just in the gym constantly, so I had a t- bit of time off and then come back in refreshed. But then the big kick up the arse was when I had to pull out of disappear- the Vlado um, fight. I was meant to fight him in October, and being there that night, watching that show, being in the corner, killed me. Yeah. Not fighting. It was, it was horrible. You know what I mean? It was horrible to watch just being there at the side and you know you should be fighting. 99.9% of the people don't get the opportunities I've got and I was throwing it all away. you got just being a normal kid by ours, but I've got opportunities that other people haven't got. No, half my mates go to work every day, do nine to fives, yeah. earliest, seven to seven till fives and that. Tarmacking and brick laying and roofing and that. And
1: you get to train all day with your
0: mates. To, I get to train all day with my mates. Like, obviously, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Got to, got to put the hard work in. But I'd, I, know where I'd rather be. I'd rather be in the gym, putting the work in, and doing, doing my work in the gym than going to a nine to five job. I rea- I've, I've realised now how lucky I am. Yeah. In the past, I haven't. I've just thought I could just be normal and do everything that everyone else done and train and cut weight and diet and then fight and then just do it all again balloon up and this I've just just proper had a had a half a midlife crisis didn't I mm. at the age of 21 22 <laughs> now now it's all sorted and people still judge me on like the nad fight and that there was like about five different factors going into that fight you know what I mean factors with me factors with him factors just Stuff that went into that fight that no one will ever know about, and I've mentioned some of it before, but I'm not even going to go into it. But like, I weighed myself in that fight, do you think? And I still went five rounds.
1: Yeah, do you think you were champion of the world at that point, yet you were cheating at the game? You weren't committed to the no,
0: game. That's what I mean. I think I, I needed to lose, I had to get beat just to bring me back down for what if, Make me realise, you know what I mean? Everyone's human. When you're on a hour fight with you don't feel like you're ever going to lose. Yeah, you know I mean? You don't. And I've, you know, me, I've had more confidence than anyone in the world. And I've never, I've never felt so nervous going into a fight as my last one. S- swear just because you put the just press because cause, you, cause you cause couldn't
1: that, face up to the fact of potentially another defeat yeah, or
0: like I was just thinking to myself, I lose here, my career is over, which it
1: wouldn't be, which is a mental it, thing it, to it, say, but it would to me,
0: yeah, yeah lost two in a row lost to someone that I should easily be beating in Savidas after losing to Nad that I shouldn't have really lost that fight you know what I mean it, it, my stock would have plummeted just would have got called a hype train forever I had to win that fight it's just like I've got to win this one it's it's mad you know what I mean people don't realise the pressure you're under mm. but it's one of them people can talk all you want online but as I say they're just sitting on the couch I'm the one putting the work in, in the gym and then Getting in the cage, most people in this world wouldn't dream of getting in that cage.
1: Well, you've got a sensational following across all social media. You know, you you completely buy into that side of professional sport and that you need to engage with fans on social media. You need to have a following. How important it is in the modern in the modern age. But after the loss to to Nad, did you get negativity coming back? Was it?
0: Yeah, just I just got negativity for like three four months. God, it wasn't just negativity, I had me percentage of your fans who were loyal and, like, you you seen the post I put up, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I lad who'd messaged <laughs> me after I won the belt saying, you're the sickest and that, mm. and then I got a message off him when I'd lost an ad saying, oh, you're a ming, you're, you're this, you're that, blah, blah, you're never going to get nowhere, no. It's that. mad. And I just screenshotted and put it up, he ended up having to deactivate his internet anyway because of the the loyal fans who told him. man, do <coughs> I don't understand it, know what I mean?
1: What does he get out of it? I, this, I don't understand this about trolls at all. I, you know, Especially I don't understand if what from they from our
0: city. city. I just don't understand. I understand that if you're a bully back. You don't get know it, know yeah. I mean? If you're not from Baez, Yeah, I don't understand that if you were from Torquay or Rotherham. You yeah. know what I mean? But you're not. From Liverpool, lad. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
1: mad, isn't it? It's mad. Um, what does back bring to the cage then? That, 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 you, that you'll that you go into this camp obviously you you still got the cast on at the moment you haven't started your camp but what you go into this camp thinking okay these are the strengths these are the weaknesses is that how you do your camp is that how Paul builds the camp yeah, yeah. or is it all about <coughs>
0: you being the best paddy to possible it's about being the best me first and foremost you know what I mean Putting put not even just putting the hours in but putting the work in what you need to do some people just train mindlessly and do too much and overtrain you got to think about what you're doing put, put, put it into practice you know what I mean because Of this, I'll be doing loads of drilling. Like, I was on the f- on FaceTime to Paul yesterday because he's away, and um, he said, Uh, this is a good thing. <laughs> I was like, What? He was like, This is a good thing. You're gonna do loads of stuff that you'd never do because you'd, you'd have your other hand, and you'd just be like, I'm gonna spar, I'm gonna do this, I've yeah, got this yeah. later. Of but now I've got you, so you're gonna be able to drill every day of the week, yeah. Do fitness every day of the week. You know what I mean. I'm going to be able to do gonna one. You, yeah. I'm going to do one on the pads every day of the week. You know what I mean. I can't live wrestle and I can't live roll, but I can drill.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's what it's going to be. I'm going to be drilling. I'll, I'll look the best I've ever looked technically.
1: Which is incredible. To to use this obviously a, a negative moment or you know a, a moment that could potentially delay your career to turn that round into a positive and be like okay. I can't just go to the gym every day and roll and do this and do that like I would normally do. I'm going to have to do bespoke stuff, working on basically technique. So when it does come off the cast...
0: I'm fresh as ever. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think about it like that. I was just looking at it in a bad way, and then that's where the 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 father figure in next gen steps up and it's just sort your head right out. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. It's,
0: it's mad. Like, in, in our gym, we all just support each other. Like... Fishy said it on that fighting and pride, I think. Yeah. An amateur who's one and all, or 0-1. We support them the same as I would Fishy, or Ellis, or Adam, or Molly. You know what I mean? We're all, we're all in the, not individuals in our gym. We're not just doing it for one person. We don't just get him for one person. You know what I mean? We're all there for each other.
1: That's Vida's performance last time, Also, Let me talk about that before we end this part of the show. Um... You say there was loads of pressure on you. You say you couldn't have faced up to losing that fight. You couldn't have had two losses back-to-back on your record, all that stuff. But how then do you get the confidence to throw off a flying triangle Um. the start that second round and just go viral instantly? (laughs) And suddenly it goes from being like, oh well maybe Paddy hasn't got this maybe he hasn't got he's just lost his belt blah 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 so suddenly poof, Paddy's back and the <laughs> world is back in love with you all over again was that kind of plan going in you wanted to do something sensational uh, or no, did you just it feel that in yeah, the moment
0: yeah ain't planned on them, but I was catching them in the gym I was getting people in flying triangles you know what I mean I was doing them and I was like ah oh, these could be back here these but I thought I was going to leg lock them mm-hmm. I'd, be, I'd been doing leg locks the first time I always used to say leg locks are for girls you know what I mean and started doing ear hooks and all all stuff like that so I was looking for that in the first and I ended up taking too many punches to the head he was just punching me in the face so I was like what am I doing here he's not tapping so I need to just go for something else so I ended up like we ended up having a, the first round was exciting to be fair I underestimated his grappling first round was great I didn't think his grappling was going to be as good you know yeah. what I mean that that first round to be honest could have been a 10-10 it was just that back and forth back and Brilliant. forth I don't even know who they gave that round to. to be honest I thought I won it myself but it I, did, yeah. I, I don't know it was, who was close was it was great it round. was a yeah, yeah. proper exciting round and then I said to them in the in the corner at my hand I was just like oh, doesn't matter but I just, and then I looked at them and I could just see all my mates to the left, it was just like, yeah, I'm gonna run right into you in a minute when I beat him. <laughs> and he come at me and pushing me into the cage, lad, and it just it comes to me head, know what I mean? When even when I'm off the cage I go for them in the gym. It doesn't matter where I am I'll I'll go for them and I'd caught a few in the gym and Ellis had said to me Ellis said a few days before, Yeah, lad, you're smashing this way cut and just think, lad, big finish on the weekend and just think Few, another bump up in followers and follow us. I was just laughing going Oh, you never know and then after the fight he went told you lad didn't I big finish <laughs> big finish you know, I was laughing my head off but I'd said in I'd said in like group chats on my phone I'd said to one of my mates who things at the MMA had in me paddy I said to him lad I've been catching flying tangles in the gym again you know lad they could, could could end up getting one of them mad and like he, I jumped in the crowd and he was there next to me going lad you said you was
1: going to do that! You said you was going to do
0: that! <laughs> Amazing. It was a belty, you know. Was
1: When you get to climb over the fence, when you get to celebrate with your team and then you go over the other side and you celebrate with your mates and all that, is that the moment then when the pressure rolls off? Is that the moment then when you kind of go like, yes. There's no,
0: no feeling yes. like it in the world. I swear the only thing that I can like think what would come close to it... was As if I,
1: most gala- Salah would have scored hat trick Yeah, and, and,
0: or like, Art... Being at Istanbul, yeah, or having a kid, yeah, they the only that's the only feelings that I can think right now. What it'd be like when that rush, that's, yeah, that rush of adrenaline. I'm not bothered that anyone says that's what we do this for, yeah. That rush of adrenaline when you beat someone, like when I jump over the cage, cage and celebrate with my mate There's no feeling like it, I swear. That's like, in
1: ten weeks of graft, yeah, is all worth
0: it. Proper hair at the bottom of my feet doing that as well <laughs> I was walking and fall weird because it was funny though. All my mates went mad. The the barricade come over and that, yeah. And then I was speaking to was it Lay- Layla. Leila I was yeah, speaking yeah. to her after it. And she went, Yeah, well, your mates knocked the barrier down. And then they just picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> fixed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just fixed it. She was like, Oh, don't w- about that. We'll sort that Boom, Just put it back up. Man, <laughs> <With laughs> Scousers
1: With manners, though. Yeah, that's with the main manners. Thing. That's with good name, manners. have always
0: got manners. Yeah, that's No it, matter what. I
1: love it. Listen, coming up in part three of the show, stick with us. Me and Paddy are going to get stuck into uh, what's coming on this weekend, and I also want to ask Paddy about weight cutting. Of course, it's been the it's been the fallout of UFC Liverpool. Everyone's talking about weight cutting or missing weight. So I want us to get Paddy's views on what MMA can do to sort it out. Stick with us. Fight Disciples Radio City Talk. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. I'm still joined in the studio by the one and only, the baddie, Paddy the baddie. We've talked about the fight coming up on September the 1st. Let me add as well, by the way, a little bit of an exclusive here. I know Cage Warriors are going to release this today at some stage, but Lee Chadwick will be co-main event on September the 1st, defending his middleweight title against Jonas Bilstein from Germany, the ex-ACB and Bellator. He fought in Bellator as well, didn't he, he, Pad? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Bill Steen, yeah, he was in Bellator for I'm a long say, time. Is
0: he, is he, what's his record? He's got a
1: decent record. Yeah, he's strong. See, he's, I don't, uh, I mixes it. it up a little bit. He's got good submissions, but he's strong. Bit of a knockout merchant as well. I think he's got loads of knockouts on his record. I
0: don't pay much attention to A C B or that Yeah,
1: yeah. Me, like. I know he's been fighting an A C B recently, but he's definitely his background's definitely Bellator. He's in Bellator for a while. Anyway, he fights Lee Chadwick, co-main event and main event on September the first. Uh, I want to ask you about Cage Warriors Academy, which went down on Saturday night. But before I do. Uh, other fight fans out there some more merseyside news this weekend tyson fiori's big comeback at the manchester arena four scousers on the undercard heavyweight alex dickinson uh super sam maxwell who's absolutely on a tear seven and no with most of them knockouts if not all of them knockouts and jj metcalf stepping up to fight for the wbc international super welterweight title make sure you tune into that that on bt sport I, I know i've missed one out the final one I want to mention, making his pro debut, Jack McGann, the former MMA fighter, is he, uh,
0: making his nice pro style. debut
1: on Tyson Fury on the card.
0: I seen him the other day. He was at the cage. What used to oh, was
1: he at the yeah, show? Yeah. Was he? Yeah, he's uh, he's made that transition over to boxing now. As you know, he's he's got great hands. Jack always has. Yeah. Lost a couple of fights over in Russia, but against grapplers, whenever he, whenever he lost, it was always taken down, submitted, that kind of thing. And I think he's just thought, you know what, my my background is. He was schooled with his hands anyway, with with good amateur coaches like Mark Kenny. I think he just thinks, do you know, what? I want to try this boxing game. He's he's like yourself. He's only a young lad. He's only in his early twenties. He thinks, you know, I want to do a couple of years of boxing, see how it goes, and I can always move back.
0: Joe Duffy's prime example of that. Isn't exactly, he? of course. box for a few years and then. Every, it's a very good yeah, boxer as well. I know. Where's M- the Paddy
1: Collins? Steve um, Collins' brother in
0: there. Come back in MMA and got sand in that. Yeah, it, it worked better for him doing that. Could be the same for Jack. You know what I mean? Of course. But, um,
1: there's a lot more mixing over now, isn't there? I think a lot, of, you know, I think a lot of people see Mayweather do it, of course, and McGregor, and McGregor moved over to fight Mayweather, in that one off. But there's a lot more fighters moving backwards and forwards. I know Michael Venom Page is one, that, an obvious one, but you know his level of opposition is questionable, both yeah, in MMA and say, in boxing. And both, let's be yeah. honest. But I think Jack McGann. I think they're moving him over. The kid he's fighting at the weekend's a decent level kid, and uh, he's really gonna have a go. So. Good luck to him, you know. I
0: don't know, good luck to him. I hope he wins. I didn't even know he was boxing. To be fair.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good he's trained by. Um, he's. I know he's trained up with Alex Dickinson in in Bolton, but he's he's actually going to be cornered by uh, Owen Roddy, Conor McGregor's yeah. second coach. Belter.
0: So you know, it, in it, fact, that's what he was talking to in the changes. The Sbg Charlestown boys. That's who yeah. he have
1: been over with them. Then of yeah, course, that's yeah, we was talking to in the changes. And I presume Owen's been over here then for a couple of weeks, working with Jack. Probably that's why he was at the Academy show corner and some lads, and then he'll probably stay up this week and obviously be cornering in jacket the uh, at Manchester Arena at the weekend. Cage Warriors, then the Academy show at the weekend. I never got there unfortunately, but you know it's, it's Cage Warriors, it's Echo Arena, so it's basically a next gen show. Let's be honest, it is like big performances. Adam Venti top of the bill, the big fella man. Big, I seen the finish. Yeah, big, big right hand over the top, and then uh, and then the submission.
0: Yeah, he, he done well. He was made up for him. Got through a fight camp uninjured. Yeah. Which was nice, nice yeah. to see, refreshing. Um, might have been because I weren't here. I had, I couldn't, <laughs> he, that's pu- what he said to me anyway when I got back. He was like, mate, this fight because you weren't sparring. <laughs> like, what, what, what that's going on like I injured on purpose, little rat? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, this finish was boss. It's, I went bananas when he won. Like, yeah, like He's had that a hard time with his career, has not he? Yeah, he has. So just, stop start. Like, Is that t- no luck? No luck. He's got a no contest and a fight he was winning. That fight, that you know, what I'm talking about. They got stopped in the yeah. first round. Yeah, he can't take a punch no more because of it. That's you. Every fight I've seen, he gets hit once and it's the death. Yeah, killed his brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. proper ruined his career. That kneel all again. Know what I mean? Not stopping fights. Yeah, just leaving people to get hurt. Absolutely. But Who else then, was the
1: big standout performances during the weekend?
0: Uh, we had a few, we had a few people on hard and small man. Just slipping and ripping, yeah. s- slipped and put some kids to absolute sleep. Uh, one of the best amateur knockouts I've ever seen, to be fair, especially with the big eight-ounce gloves on. I've I don't think I've ever seen a kid an amateur off a punch, like just sit there and stare into space and have to get helped onto a stool and that. They're only TKOs aren't they, with them gloves on? Yeah, yeah. Um, Shows sure the power he must have. In I his hands, know. Then. Serious and he's only a bantamweight, but uh, and then little, little Fran man he's only 17 yeah. uh, went 4-1 the other day he fights a flyweight doesn't even have to really cut any weight he just diets to it he fought some 30 year old man the other day had, uh, had a few tough sit- situations in the fight got a, a rocked with a punch got dropped with a body kick that would have folded most men you know what I mean and he f- come out and it was a round each we said to him in the corner do you want this do you want this and he was like yeah I'm like that's way that's Go when you know it. if you've got a fight." I you know what course, I mean and Going into that last round, and you say to them, "Do you want this or don't you?" Especially after he just took a big body kick and a big punch. Yeah. They had to grapple for the round to survive, and he went out there and put it on him. Absolutely, put it on him with his hands, took him down, dominated the on top Proper super proud. Well, the report. Sixth to be in the corner. The report that
1: you? I read the follow- on uh, on Monday morning. That was the the the, the, the journalist who wrote it. The, the lad who wrote it. I don't know who it was. Unfortunately, but the lad who wrote it clearly that he was just like. Fans a star, this kid's going to be a superstar. Yes. And he, he picked him out specifically and meant to come through what he'd come through and then to do that in the final round, that's when you know you've got a superstar on your hands.
0: Adam Adam said it to us, Adam was like, Adam saying was like, lad, he's just like a, a, a mini you and Ellison one. Like he is always with me and Ellis, know what I mean? So yeah. I can see where he's coming from, but he's his own man, know what I mean? And he's going to go far. He's only 17. If I look at him and think of myself, like he's only he's, he's lost once an amateur, and I say to him, I wish I lost an amateur. Yeah, it makes you realise, and and as he turned, it changed everything since he lost them. He's he's gonna get better and better. Then we had little Calum Smith on. He went two and all. He's one of the funniest kids ever. You've definitely seen his interviews and him in the cage. He just can't stop talking and that. He's cringy-like, but he's great. <laughs> and we had little Sophie on. Seven, she's 17. She lost a close decision to a girl who's had a few kickboxing fights. That was hard to watch, watching yeah, your yeah. little sister get kicked in the face and that. But I thought she was going to cry when she got kicked, and she never. So I'm proud of her anyway, even though it, she, you know what I mean? she went to decision. And then young Nathan as well, he he was dominating his fight four rounds up some of them could have easily been 10 eight, and then he just got caught slipping in the last round and got choked you know what I mean it happens yeah, yeah. he'll come back stronger from it said the same to him I wish I would have lost an amateur like all of us like Venti lost his first amateur fight but then the rest of us never lost an amateur me, Fishy, Ellis you know what I mean we, we didn't lose a fight in amateur I don't think Molly did either and like now looking back I wish I did Yeah, yeah. even though pros different I, I just wish I lost a the fight then because it it, it puts a rocker up your ass. Yeah,
1: but it brought you down to for a little bit.
0: Yeah, when I then in on one my first four fights, I was on a t- four, thirteen fight win and the thought Cameron Nelson just thought, ah, oh, he's he's one and one or something. He's two and one and want to beat him. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's not. Went in there, caught him with a punch, and then ended up getting dashed or oh, anacondaed. Anacondaed <laughs> was yeah. yeah, yeah. Anacondaed. Yeah. Woke up with a doctor <laughs> shining a light in my <laughs> face. Turned left, looked upon, and he was like, You're alright, you're alright. It was just like, Oh my god, this hasn't just happened. <laughs> it's just like, I've just been beat by someone who's one and two one or something on two and one. My head fell off, but I needed it at the time. Yeah, yeah, of like course. I was back in the gym that Monday, training, wanting to get another fight. And, um, it's my career is mad, to be fair. My career is a mad one. Mad one.
1: I think a lot of pro fighters go through it though. A lot of fighters have, have this journey because you know it's easy now to look on paper and look at your record, look how successful you've been. But when you read out the names Julian Rosa, Johnny Freyshey, Teddy Violet, oh, that you know, Julian Rosa one When you I read just... the names though, you don't see the 10 weeks in between it, yeah. all the training, the graft, the family life, know, so, the sacrifices, everything that goes it, into actually getting ready for that I fight.
0: I miss waiting on one of them fights, the Teddy Violet one. I missed weight by a few pounds. I mean, like I went on holiday. I had holiday booked on my heard after I went, after I fought the, the Grimshaw fight and then didn't realise Cage Warriors was so soon come home and the weight just wouldn't come off, you know what I mean? So I ended up missing weight and felt terrible. Still got the winning. Caused a bit of an uproar online and that because I missed weight. I was like, I'm, I'm a growing lad, know what I mean? I'll, I'll make it next time and I did. I made 145 on the dot and four for the belt. I was killing myself to make the weight, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, that wasn't just because it was going to featherweight. It was because of how much of an idiot I was. Yeah, yeah. Like like I said, I've switched on now. Like When I won that featherweight belt, that weren't even me at 100%. When I beat Julian Rosa, that weren't even me at 100%. When I fought Julian Rosa, I was out partying four weeks before and got a phone call saying, who's this kid you're fighting? Just being on BT Sports then. Because there was a Cage Warriors on him in Wales. Right. I didn't even know I was fighting him. I was just out partying for before I got a phone call. I was like, what? I was just looking at it like that, bevied. Looking at my phone. Like, I'm fighting with Rosa, yeah. <laughs> Mental. <laughs> All that time I thought I was fighting that, and then he pulled out. Yeah, yeah. And then I didn't know if I was going to end up fighting. But he wanted to do that show because McGregor was fighting that night. So, Rosa got drafted in and, like, I started to- <laughs> I started that cut from like 85 key to 66. Ridiculous. From four, four weeks, weeks out. And then I had to cut 8.4 key overnight.
1: So this brings us perfectly onto the big subject in MMA at the moment, or certainly UK MMA because of the Darren Till video and everything else. Everyone's talking about weight cutting and why it's so dangerous in mixed martial arts. And if you want to know more, we talk about it quite a lot and extensively on our Fight Disciples podcast, which is available right now, which is our UFC show. We go into loads of detail about it, but the... The issue is, Pad, that you know you wouldn't have been able to cut that much weight to fight for a title in boxing because the British Boxing Board of Control or the governing body or both of this of the belt would have wanted you to have check weigh-ins at certain points. Now, mixed martial arts doesn't have that in place, which is why these extreme weight cuts are still happening. Darren yeah. Till's not alone. You can't point the finger can't point the finger no, at until the finger because
0: anyone because everyone's doing it. Exactly. Not Don't hate I mean. the player. Hate no, the game. Exactly. The game needs to That's change. That's what it is. It needs updating. It's gone. This is from, like... 98 or something like that, these yeah. weights and that, need to. The, the sport wasn't evolved then, the sport's evolved tenfold since then, you can't eat on Darren for it, just like you can't eat on Molly for it, Vencey yeah. missed weight the other day, you can't eat on him for it, because it, it's the game, people miss weight, that's the way it is now, it's really because the, the weights are that heavy, yeah. and like the, there's that much difference between them, Like Darren is the next weight above for him, it's 15, 15 pounds, pounds heavier, Yeah. to go like, up
1: 15 pounds, people and like the next Yo, Romero in that weight, you know, yeah. know what I mean,
0: Big beasts. Yeah. It will just Luke Rockhold. yeah Huge. big, big men. You yeah. know what I mean? They're <laughs> was Darren i will be fighting up welter. Darren's only making... doing what
1: Luke Rockhold boiling down to middleweight. Darren's yeah. boiling down to welter. Like everyone does it is. and everyone every like weight division.
0: Said, we need a board a uh, mixed martial arts board control to regulate it. But yeah. we'd we need, you'd need a worldwide one because you couldn't have just, just have it here and then have Americans doing, what doing what they, big cuts exactly.
1: Yeah. And, and to be honest, you know, like
0: people make way different ways. I'm not, yeah. I'm probably gonna get people on my back for this, but I can't After watch. I can't believe the way Darren done that way cut. yeah, why was he hitting pads? Why was he wasting energy? Yeah, you know what I mean? That was that was crazy. That baffled me watching it. Of course, every camp
1: does it completely differently. This is the mad thing about it's it. Like
0: he's just depleting more energy using his body the day before a fight. He should, should be sitting in a bath mm. or in a sauna, shouldn't be. Like I just watched that and was baffled, you know what I mean? I was yeah, just yeah. like, What? Why why are they making him do that? That's unhealthy. Yeah. Probably made him feel worse the next day.
1: But it's mad because speaking to him, if he was here now he might say, I don't I yeah, don't like that. That makes bats. me feel better. It yeah, makes I me don't feel like better. Bats, I, I mean? like to I like to sweat it out. This is the thing that it's like a it's it's a weird science for a sport that's so cutting edge in terms of the technique and in a lot of ways the sports science involved. Why, it's so backwards yeah. when it comes to weight cutting. <laughs> backwards,
0: though. It's, it's still it's rubber suits
1: inside saunas, shadow boxing. Like, it's it's
0: mental. I, I've done that, like a rubber suit in a, in a sauna. I've never shadow boxed with the rubber suit on. But it's like, mad, isn't it? Uh, it's mad it that
1: we're still doing this in this day and age. Like And there's so much I more stuff. I, I think there, there. should be. there should
0: be, like we were saying before, the weight in every £10 or something. Like, yeah. it should be 135, 145, 155, five, 165, 175, 185, 195, 205, oh, and then, like, 235. Yeah, yeah. And then... Two thirty five and over,
1: because more options would obviously alleviate the problem. Yeah. If you haven't got to jump fifteen pounds, to go to your next weight division. It's only ten pounds. Yeah. Then you're gonna think, well, you know what? I'm gonna give. I'm gonna move like up a weight division. It,
0: then. Darren would fight at one seven five, and it'd be a lot easier for him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean, definitely. Of loads of fighters would end up doing that. Rockhold would fight at one ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Roel Romero probably would. You yeah, know what I mean? Did fight it like if it's only a few pounds, they would fight at that. Just look at boxing, the weight to like five pounds or something.
1: Of course, five and eight pounds between them. I thought it was even lighter. It's actually tighter when they're smaller. And that makes sense as well. Yeah, it does. Because, you know, an extra ten pounds to someone that's actually a flyweight, that's massive. That's what I mean. Should only be five pounds to
0: go up the next weight division. Fran fights at 125 flyweight. And he comes in the next day at like 130. Yeah. But like his opponent probably come back in at like 140. Of course. You know what I mean? He was a man, and like he obviously had to cut to get down. He was yeah, a lot yeah. bigger than him, Blows that's what up. it's like, especially like amateurs. Now, I see amateurs doing weight cuts, and I'm just like, Whoa, what are you up to? Yeah, kids, like, like doing like five key weight cuts, you know what I mean? It's like little Sophia, they done a little like two, two and a half key or something, and I even didn't really want her to do that. But we had two for the fight. But mm-hmm. if she had like four to do, I'd say nine or doing it, yeah, yeah, because they're amateurs, you don't need it, like. My body probably is half finished the insides yeah. because of some of the crazy weight cuts I've done over the years. I'm like, when did I start cutting weight? It was obviously I started as a bantamweight. There was not, there was no flyweight division when I was yeah, when yeah. I started fighting amateur. I would have fought probably first as the fly, flyweight, but there was no flyweight division. You probably walked
1: just, straight into the into the cage. Yeah, with went, on jog, went on a jog, went on a jog the
0: night before. The first <laughs> time I fought, know what I mean? And then I had to start dieting as I was training more than getting getting bigger. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, as you're training and the, like leading up to me first fight, I ended up getting kicked out. Like got extended study leave, like eight days before me fight, but I were not meant to be fighting. I got legged on the Wednesday from school, went home, 'cause remember playing fight night all night, fight night round three, and then <laughs> I went to gi- and then all day and then went to gym that night, and Aaron ate himself and he was fighting this kid. Paul said the fit the next night. Do you want to take this fight? It's like yeah, definitely. You went, go on, come in in the morning. I was like, "Son, I'm off school. I will come in in the morning. Come in the morning, sparring in the night, and then just they didn't have to do much at all to get my weight off. And just went in there and fought this fella and felt great. Did like, you know what I mean? There's, there's no, like I said, there's no feeling like it. Yeah, even of course. You. The weight cutting
1: thing is that the biggest. Is this the biggest threat to mixed martial arts at the moment? Yeah,
0: because someone's going to end up dying. Yeah. I don't like to say it, but of someone's going to end up dying. It, it's proper heavy. People don't realise how bad you feel when you're doing it. Like, the other day, he then got to 159, he had to do another three pound, and, like, three pound people, got three pound, well, yeah, three pound. Yeah. But when you've took 10 off, when you've good luck. It, he, didn't, he hadn't even cut that much weight, though he'd cut down from, like, 75 and a half or something, and, like, it just stopped coming off him. You know what I mean? It just stopped happening, and he started spewing. Nah, and, like, we were just like, oh, I don't want to... Spew spewing bile, don't want him to do anymore. You feel, you, you feel like a guardian. You yeah, know what I mean? Course. You feel like I don't want him to end up hurting himself because of me saying get back in. But I want him to make the weight. Of course. You know what I mean? So like we have to just speak to the front His, his opponent ended up doing him for hundred percent of his purse Like
1: hundred percent of his pace.
0: Hundred percent. So
1: Adam four for three.
0: Adam four for three.
1: You are joking.
0: No, nope. that just shows you the type of kid he is. Wow. Adam said to him I'm not asked. he can have the 100 I just and like at first he wanted 60% and for him to come back at 165 and he was 159 already said when he has a drink they're going to put that back on yeah, you can't expect him to come back water. tomorrow at 165 yeah, yeah. but then he ended up coming like he said 170 and 100% of his purse Adam just said yeah I'm not asked. take me purse I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat you for it tomorrow again it's mixed and martial arts this needs sorting out this, fact, come this back at needs sorting out really yeah, yeah so we never even come back heavy. And he never would have He's fighting a lightweight. He'll make featherweight in the future.
1: Insane. This is the biggest. Listen. Hopefully, mixed martial arts sorts itself out because right now, as you say, it, it it's it's just the wild west. This cottonweight weight thing is the wild west, and you know the sport's only getting bigger and stronger and and, and a more net. You know the BBC, but at the UFC, you know that's how big it's getting now. And and yet this is like the it's like the elephant in the room that needs to adjust the Mixed martial arts. Before the sign off, made September the first. The true Viking, apparently his name is now. True Viking comes to Liverpool. He's not in that fifth bell,
0: is he? No. He's not going to no decision. He couldn't last five rounds with me. we are going to get the champ champ? Yeah. But then I need the other belt as well. I need another one. Feather or Welter. I'll go up or down. I'll just knock cut weight and beat someone up at Welter. We, the... the...
1: we want Paddy to be the champ champ champ.
0: I know. It'd be even better. But that featherweight belt's man, not... I don't care what anyone says. That featherweight belt rightfully mine. So... I might have to just take that back.
1: Love it. You've listened to Fight Disciples on Radio we, City are we, Talk. Are we yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, go oh on, yeah, yeah. give a shout just, out to any yeah, of the lads. I just
0: want to say to him, um, it's the 5th of June, innit? To my best mates, Bertie, the guys, mate. Uh, happy birthday, Sam and Jack, lad
1: that brilliant. And also, by the way, Cage Warriors 96 fitting as well. Yeah, Cage fitting. Warriors 96. It, absolutely it, perfect. Thank it. you. Cage Warriors 96. September the 1st. Tickets are available now. Go on to the Cage Warriors website, cagewarriors.com. If you book now, you get 20% discount on tickets. I'll get that in there and as well.
0: Hopefully. Um, how many fighters is it now? 88 or 89, Sands Cage Warriors? Yeah, that's right. So I want I wanna you be to the No, I want to be the ninety six. So you want to be the 96th? Yeah. Perfect.
1: See? Always on brand, I love it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.